This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusica.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, I got a real special guest. Listen, this is actually my first time in three months recording in the office. So I said, listen, I got to bring a special guest that's going to bless Bless the podcast. All right. So, you know who we have in the building today? We have Evangelist Yvonne Reed, formerly known as Gangster, in the building today. Amen. What's going on, my sister? Amen. Amen. It's going good. It's going good. Praise God. It's going good. All right. Everything is yeah. good with you. Everything is good with me. God uh, has been good with me. All right. How yeah. do you survive the last three months and all this corona and all this stuff here? I Through prayer and yeah. just trusting God and having faith in God because fear... Um, is one of the major ver- um, um, fear is killing people and fear is it, it, it attacks you and for me for for this past three months I mm-hmm. mean like I learned to overcome fear with faith yeah. in God just trusting him yeah you know because I've been attacked by fear yeah I've been attacked I, I didn't expect I, I thought that as a child of God I had it all up you know, everything was in order. Everything was in place. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know God, so nothing can touch me. And I spoke about fear at one of my um, sermons. I spoke about fear. Mm-hmm. And after I spoke about fear, fear attacked me. Okay. And it came at me, and I realized that, do I have the faith or I don't have the faith? Do I really have faith or I don't? Yeah. And this is where I started to seek God and pray to God and realizing, yeah, I do have faith. You know what I mean? I just have to j- just start allowing it to be manifested in me. Yeah. So I started speaking the word of God and telling myself that God did not give me a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and of sound mind. So with me just repeating the word of God over and over, my yeah. faith begins to grow more and more. So faith over power is fear. Makes yeah. sense. Totally, yeah. totally makes yes, sense. Yes. All right. You have a very interesting journey to where you are today. All right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely want a backstory so we could get into it because originally when I met you, yeah, going to parties, this is in the 90s, early 90s, early 2000s, going to parties. Mm-hmm. When you and your crew came in, Gangsta, yeah. and the crew came in. You know, okay, you're in the right place. All right. <laughs> yes. So, first of all, how did you even get your name, Gangsta, in the first place? I think it was my characteristic and my my personality. Mm-hmm. I think it was, you know, um, just always wanted to be the life of the party. You know, mm-hmm. like even when we have family dinners at my home with my families and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, when things seems boring, I'm always the one to start up something. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that just carries carry on over with me going into the dance hall. And listen to the music and hearing the gangster music and then just start adapting myself to the music and started just wanting to become that gangster that being a man or a bounty killer was um, talking about. So from there, I remember I told, I went on the mic and I told the um, Shotman. You remember Shotman? Which, uh, Star Trek? Star Trek. I yeah. said, Shotman, listen, I want you to call me. From now on, my crew will name it. We're gangster. We're the gangster crew. Yeah. And from that, he started to big me up, big up gangster, big up the gangster crew. Mm-hmm. And from there, that name, like the more I was being called that name, it was the more I was becoming that gangster. 
got you, yeah. got you. So it was something <laughs> that basically manifested itself. It's like you Come liked on. it at first and then it manifested yeah. by the word. Yeah, it, it got serious. It's, and that's why we got to be careful what we call somebody. Not that I'm regretting gangster because I learned a lot. I had a lot of experience through, through being gangster. And because of that experience now, I know how to relate to people, mm-hmm. even in the church, even people that's outside of the church that wants to come in, you know, who has lived that lifestyle. I'm able to um, to relate to them, yeah. right? So um, that the gangster name, being called gangster over and over, I started to get that 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 person is like that. There's another person in me now started to rise up in me mm-hmm. and um, wanted to be that gangster. Not you just wanted, wanted to, to live just, that life. Just live it. Just yeah. to live that life. And, and that lifestyle became serious. Yeah. And who you know was I mean? originally part of the gangster crew? <laughs> the gangster crew was Michelle Bless, um, QTQ, because they all had their names. Yeah. But we came under that crew. So it was Michelle Bless, mm-hmm. QTQ, um, um, Judith Mention, um, there's a Dion. There was a lot of us that came under that the, the gangster crew. Yeah. Um, first of all, it started originally with me and my friend Anne Marie. Okay. I remember her. Yeah. And then after she kind of you know went off on her own, so then that was a gangster crew. Yeah. That was a gangster crew. And all right. And as you said, the more you were called it, is the more you actually started to live it. To live what it. were some of the type of stuff you were actually getting yourself into at that time there? So now I'm drawing because now um, gangs are being uh, they're attracted to me. You know, a lot of gang in this in Tio and um, in the city. And in Jamaica, um, a lot of gangs started to draw to me because I had that name. So they now call me Muma, which means mother, yeah. mother gangster. So you're the mother of the gangsters. So they used to come around me and, you know, I'll have their things on them. And, you know, I, I was okay with it for them to be strapped. You yeah. know, you mean, you mean knowing that they have their things on them it was okay for me. And I kind of promoted too. Like okay. I, I, I found that I was promoting gangsterism. And I was saying, like, you know, something went on. Like, for instance, if a, a crew disrespect or a crew, then I would say to the guys, we can't allow that. We can't allow no crew to come, come disrespect. So that, so you know, that kind of talk, we can't allow that. Yeah. You know, you're gonna do something about that. How are you gonna make somebody disrespect you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I seen that I was getting so much into it now that even a lot of the gang members died, and I was, a, I was the one that paid for the funeral. I was the one that took care of their family back home. So I became okay. the mother, even though I didn't, I didn't know I was gonna get in it so deep. I thought it was just a party thing and whatever. Yeah. But I got into it deep yeah. and I, I learned to accept it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what were some of the more serious scenarios that you found yourself involved with while you were living gangster? Uh, serious one. Mm-hmm. I remember um, bringing my children um, to to Jamaica because okay. now my daughter, now they started to party with me and they start going out with me. Okay. And I, I didn't see anything wrong with that either at the time. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so they started to go out partying with me. And I remember um, one night um, there was, I was in Clarendon and um, there was some, one of the guys, one of the top notch gangster, one of the leader, he was, it was his birthday. Mm-hmm. And so th- they had a big house up in the hills and he was the, they were having the party up in the hills. So they sent for me and they said, yeah, we want mama gangster to be up there. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'm going to go up. So I said, I took my, um, my daughters with me mm-hmm. and I took uh, my, um, my boyfriend at the time was Shaba Moschino, a dancer. And I took him, me and him went up, but we went up with a, another truck with about, um, maybe about 15 guys or so that okay. was in it. So we all went up there to party, yeah. right? 
So we're, we're up there in the house. So I'm the only woman in the house. And my daughters was, I mean, yeah, me and my daughters were the only three women that went up with these guys to the party. Mm-hmm. So my daughters, they were on the balcony. And there were two girls in the house. But those two girls were like, they were like prostitutes. So they kept bringing them in the rooms. And, you know, so they were in the house. So when I went into the house, there was guns all over, leaning up on the walls, guns yeah. leaning up in the kitchen. Not thinking like, wow, what what are you doing? How, how can you bring your kids? Um, to this place that wasn't even on my mind I was just thinking I'm gangster and this is cool and I'm loving it right now so we're up in there and we're drinking and we're smoking and we're you know talking and so my daughters are on the balcony and um, the guns are in, in all over and um I said to my boyfriend, I said, give me a spliff. Yeah. And he said, no, we're not going to give you a spliff. You know? We're not giving you any spliff. So I said, yeah, I want a spliff. So he goes, no, we're not giving you a spliff because whenever you smoke, you start seeing things. I said, well, you know what? I Just give me, you know, so I'm demanding it. So they said, all right, mama, we're going to roll up a spliff and give you. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they roll up the spliff and give me and I start smoking the spliff, yeah. right? And, I, and I, now I'm thinking because that's what weed does to me when I was smoking it. It makes me, it, it brings me into this deep Meditation, right? So I'm into yeah. this deep meditation, and I'm telling you, muscle. I start. I I I look over where my daughter is because they're on the balcony, and mm-hmm. I see the trees yeah. moving, and I'm saying, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything because these guys gonna say I'm hallucinating or something. So I see the trees moving. So I said to my boyfriend, listen, I'm serious right now. I know you're gonna say this is a weed, but honestly, I see the trees moving. There's some people in the cane piece. I could see them. They're moving around. And then he goes, yo, yo, when you come hear this, hear a gangster say, hear a gangster say. And I'm saying that like, you're trying to make me look like a fool right now, yeah. right? But I'm telling you the truth. The tree is moving. So he goes, hear what she has said. The tree I move, and and she said somebody's in the tree. So I go, yep, somebody's in the tree. And I want my kids them out of here, and I want to be out of here right now. And I need everybody. To to pack up and let's go. Yeah. So he's saying, um, all right, you know what? Let's just leave because I don't I don't want to be in any argument with her or whatever. So I kept seeing the tree moving and I so then I something said to me, go out on the balcony. Mm-hmm. So then I moved out and I went out on the balcony and I stand up and I'm looking over there. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm saying, yep, yep, there's people, there's people in that tree and I don't care. And people are hiding in those bushes and they're watching us right now. Right? And all the guys are in the house smoking, drinking and all of the, and I said, I got to go. Yeah. So anyways, I leave. I leave and all of the men that came with me, we left. The next day, I went to my store because I had a business in Jamaica. Okay. So I'm in my business now, Muscle. And the police comes into my business place and he says to me, what's wrong with you? So I'm saying to him, what do you mean what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And he says, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You, you gotta, you, you, these guys, these bad men, these people that you're hanging around with, don't you see? You're a decent woman and you have your business in Jamaica. What are you doing? What are you doing around these guys? And I'm saying like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because now he's offending me because these guys are my brethren. These are my friends. Yeah. What are you talking about, officer? He goes, last night we came up there to to, to um to do a... Um, to bust the place. Yeah. We come up there and, we, and nobody was going to left alive because all those guys in the house was wanted. All those guys in the house was murderers. Yeah. They are all killers. So we come up there to finish them. And when we look, we saw you come out on the balcony because they, were think, they saw my daughters, but they didn't know that was my daughters. They thought that those, da- those were probably some girls that they brought up there. Yeah. So they, but when I walked out on the balcony and he said he had to go on the phone right away and he had to say to them, stop, stop everything right now. We can't do anything. And 
I saw it. Yeah. He said, we can't do anything, muscle. Wow. And I said, my God, mm-hmm. what is this? Because everybody would have been dead in the house because a peer, bad man, murderer, yeah. and gunman that was in that house. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and this <laughs> was, and at this time here, was this one of the reasons why you decided to actually leave the lifestyle and decided to go Christian or there's some more stuff that had to happen in your life for you to say, you know what? I don't want to live like this anymore. Honestly, that didn't, that, didn't, that didn't make me want to become a Christian. Okay. I mean, I felt the pull. Mm-hmm. I felt the pull all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, and, I, and, and the next thing I did was I used to always bring these guys, as bad as they were, mm-hmm. as murderer as they were, when I tell them, listen, guys, it's time to go to church. Mm-hmm. We dress up on Sundays. Everybody have on their blazer. And every man have on them sunglasses because some guys, some of those guys, they don't want nobody to see their faces. Yeah. Right? And all of us, we walk into the church. And the pastor used to look over like. Hmm. And the pastor used to, I used to watch him because my eyes are looking at him and I'm seeing that the pastor is leaning back. And we're walking into his church. Yeah. And I remember one Sunday when me and about, probably about 20 of us walk into the church. And like everybody on each, while we were walking down the aisle of the church, it's like everybody on each side was looking and saying like, like where, are, where are these people going? Where, yeah. where, you know what I mean? This, this, they were giving some of these guys, they were giving them like attitude, like where are they going? And some people seemed like they were so excited to see these guys walking yeah. in the church, right? So after walking the church, and I said, yo, I don't have to go to the altar. Right, so everybody walked to the altar and we prayed at the altar. And I realized when I looked down, I seen this one guy mm-hmm. that came with me, and he was a terrible one. And he had on his sunglasses, but tears was running down his eyes. And I'm saying, like, what is this? Like, yeah. I didn't want to say it because I didn't want the rest of the man them to laugh at him. Right. Mm-hmm. So we sat there in church, and then when we were leaving church, because we wanted to leave church before church was over, right? Because we didn't want pastor to talk to us or say anything. So we're leaving church now, and when we're leaving church. I see the pastor say, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am, I want to talk to you. I need to speak to you. And I'm saying, me? And, yeah. he, and, and he goes, yes. And I was walking. I kept walking. And then, and then I say, gangster, come, because pastor want to talk to you. And, you know, there's, they, as bad as these guys were muscle, yeah. they had a, a respect for men and women of God. So they're saying like, yo, me don't want pastor to talk to me right now, you know. So gangster, let's go. And the pastor goes, there's something about you. Lady, I, I'm 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 telling you right now, there's something about you. For you to bring these these guys into church this morning, I've been in this area for how many years and this is my church mm-hmm. and they never come. I walked and I invited everybody and for you to bring them in this church, God wants to use you. And I and, and I said, Okay, wow, that touched me that day. We yeah. left. That was that that caused an impact on my life because when he said that to me, I said, What? Yeah. Like I hear this, I grew up in the church. Oh, so you 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 grew up in church first. Grew up in church, and then you came out and Uh, then enjoyed the the party style, the lifestyle, Mm. and the gangster style. Come on, I grew up in church, muscle, right? Mm -hmm. And I grew up in church. I learned about everything about church, Sunday school. I'm learning Bible scriptures. I learned everything about church from I was seven years old. Okay, a, a missionary came to Jamaica, and when she came to Jamaica, she gave me a Bible, and in that Bible, she put John three verse sixteen in the Bible. Yeah, and from a seven year old girl, I never forgot that scripture. That this, and it was a white lady that came. Okay, and she was amusing to me because I never seen a white person before. Yeah. so I was like in awe, like wow, <laughs> yeah. wow. 
white, you know what I mean? And she loved us, and she gave me that Bible. And I brought that Bible to Canada with me. And my mom kept sending me to, you know, I lived in, when I came to Canada, I was in Jane and Finch. Okay. And my mom, church bus, came and picked us up, and we went to church. And so I grew up, I had a love for God and church and all of these things, right? Um, so I grew up in the church, but somewhere along the line, it was like, I, I, it, it, you got to be careful, yeah. you know, sometimes of, of the crowd and the people that you go around, the influence. You know, I'm an influencer. I'm a leader. I yeah. know that. So but I went around this crowd. I moved to another area, and I started hanging around and, you know, start growing into a teenager, start rebelling and coming out of the church and just living my own life. Yeah. You know, but. I, it was God was always in me. It was always in me. That's why even when you were involved with whatever you were involved with, you always had that peace of Jesus, the peace Come of on, God no? inside of your heart. Come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, muscle wow, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, the peace of Jesus always in here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I was able to bring these bad man and gun man and all of these guys. I was able to bring them to church with me, you know? And that one guy, when he was at the altar, and that one guy, I remember him, when he cried at the altar that day, I said, Oh, that guy is feeling it. Something is wrong with him. You yeah. know what I mean? But I was so on this gangster thing that I didn't have that 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 counseling thing to to sit down with him and talk to him. All I wanted to do was just hype. It was yeah. just about the hype. You know what I mean? And I remember, you know, a um, couple weeks after that, you know, he disappeared. Okay. He was gone. And when I when I heard, I heard that they killed him. Wow. And then I was in Jamaica at the time, and I was in Clarendon, and I remember I was walking. Um, we were in the house and they see the news come up and they said that there was a um, guy's head that was cut off and his head was placed on a tree stump on Ly- in, in Lionel Town and that's where I was from. Yeah. And when I looked, that was his brother. So something was going on that they, they just took them out, you know, took them yeah. out, took him out and took out his brother. Yeah. And and that was that for that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at this time, you're still... In the lifestyle. Still in it. And this is in Jamaica now. So, okay, give me a scenario when you're in Canada now where you found that you were really in too deep. In too deep. Yeah. In Jamaica, I found I was in too deep. In Jamaica. Coming to Canada. So, okay. I'm going to share that now. So, in right in Jamaica, um, everybody, you have a business, you're going to get extorted. Because the man them in the area, you know, the bad man them are whoever, they're going to, you're going to have to pay them, mm-hmm. you know, because right in their in their mind, they're protecting you, right? So you got to pay them, right? So for me, no nobody couldn't come to my shop and ask me, my business place to ask me to pay them because I was my, I had a Don, right? He was the leader of the area. He was the Don mm-hmm. of the area. Now, as a Christian, God is my Don, right? Got but you. at that time, as a gangster, I had a Don. And so... When any man come around, they couldn't touch me. They had to, you know, not even the police couldn't talk to me because okay. I had my dad. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, so one night, no, there was a big dance, big dance. And um, I said, okay, I'm going to meet my dad because he protects me, takes care of me. Yeah. So I just want him to feel good. You know what I mean? So I went to the big dance and... Um, I took the microphone because you know me. I love taking the mic. Every yes. dance I go, I take the mic. I got to make myself be, know, make everybody know that gangsters in the house, right? So I took the mic and I'm saying, I, I was bigging up everybody. And then I said, big up, big up my Don. Mm-hmm. Big up my Don. I big up, I, I don't want to call his name, but I said, big you up. You are my God. And I was under some serious energy that night, yo. I was I was on some energy. Yeah. I was frazzled that night. And the minute I took the mic and I said, Big up my God. It was like the NSC gone. Something, I did something wrong. Yeah. And I don't know what I did. Yeah. 
not being not right there. I did not know what I did. And I said, I said, I said it again. I said, yo, this man is my God. I love him. Mm-hmm. He's my everything. Big him up. I'm, it's like I came, I, there's no more, my gangster, my, my personality, my, my vibey self and my hypey self and everything was just gone. It was like it just jumped out of me. Mm-hmm. So like my, my, my boyfriend came over to me and he said, gangster, what happened? And I said to him, um, I don't know. Like He goes, yo, yeah, act funny, yo, what's wrong? And I go, I don't know, um, something wrong, I got to go, I got to leave here. Then I felt like tears wanted to come down my eyes. Okay. So I said to him, no, I got to leave, I don't know what's going on. So I left and I went home. And I kept hearing in my heart now, there's only one God. He says He says that, um, it's, I kept hearing in my spirit, there's only one God, yeah. and that is the creator of all things. There's no other God before me, nor there's any other God behind me. I am God, and mm. God all by myself. I felt conviction coming over me, and I, I said, I have to leave. I yeah. got to go. So I, I, I bought my ticket. Then the next morning, I heard some church song with Jay Bez singing, and then something happened with me and my Don, like some kind of, some. I don't know if somebody went to him and said something to him about that I said, or I don't know what happened, yeah. but he came to my door, my, my grill, and he was mad at me, and he, he was angry at me, and he was never angry. He's always smiling with me. He's always protecting me. Yeah. He was always there for me. So when he came at my grill at the house, and he was behind the grill, and he was so mad at me, and I was looking at him, and I seen, like, in his eyes, like, he would have just, like, killed me or something, right? And um, I saw that he had his peace on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he looked in my face, and he goes, uh, if it wasn't one thing, I'd just murder you right now. And I'm thinking, like, my whole world, when he said that to me, Muscle. Right. It was that my whole world just falls apart because this is the man that carried me in down the air. He yeah. was the one that protect me and keep me away from everything. I was that my whole world just fall apart. And I'm saying, I got to go back to Canada. Mm-hmm. Canada is calling me. I haven't been there for three months. I got to leave here. Because if I don't leave here, like this fear was coming over me. So I left and I bought my next ticket. Boom. Came to Canada. Came back to Canada. Mm-hmm. Now I'm back in Canada and I'm here and... So the first dance, I haven't been to this dance for a long time. So I went out, I got my hair, I got my lace front wig, $600. <laughs> I got a bad, bad shoes from Renfew, $1,500. I was just on this. I just said, you know what? I'm going back to this dance and I got to be smashing. I got to, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm setting the trend. So I got to go in and I got to hype that night because they haven't seen me for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I keep getting a phone call from Jamaica. Like, from my business place, there's a lady, two ladies in my business place. Both of them was Christian. I love them, Tamara yeah. and um, Lisa. And I love them. And they, and so Tamara said, Lisa wants to talk to you, right? Is What's going on? Time's going? So said, Lisa wants to talk to you. So I said, Lisa wants to talk to me. What? Lisa said she had a dream and that you shouldn't go anywhere. And I said, pardon me? Yeah. What? I don't, what is this church thing? Like, what do you mean I have a dream and I shouldn't go anywhere? What? Pray for me then. Cover me under the blood. Then, I, then I'm, then I'm going to go to this party and whatever. So the night now I got dressed to go to the party. I, um, so it was my birthday too. It was July the 4th and it was my birthday. Okay. So I got dressed to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I got dressed to go to the party and everything now. So I'm going to this party. I'm well clean. 
right? And I started to drink a bottle of any a bottle of champagne, mm-hmm. Moet. I was drinking a bottle of Moet before I went to the party. Mm-hmm. So now I reached to the party. In the day, I was I, I was I went to the restaurant in the day before the party, and I was talking to this guy, this this um Minister Alvin, and he was he was um he owned a restaurant on Eglinton. Okay. And I was telling him that you know I was trying to trick him that okay. day. I was trying to trick him. I was trying to boops him out and telling him no, you know give me some money and you know give me some food and you know yeah. so whatever so he was saying you know he's giving us the food but in the meantime he's telling me you know you need to go to church like he was talking to me okay right so i'm saying what's going on with this everybody this lady is calling me from jamaica now i went here and this man is telling me that i need to go to church and everything so i went to the dance tonight now i entered the dance before i went into the dance my shoes ear just broke crazy and my mom told me like yeah. whenever you're going anywhere and your shoes ear broke you know say you can't go there, so yeah. you have to turn back. Yeah. But I wasn't even listening. I just said, you know what, I'm going. So anyways, I went in the dance. I Like, I took the shoes and I hid it, and I, you know, to fix it. So I went into the dance, and we're drinking now. Mm-hmm. And now military sees me. Alan Light spots me. So Alan Light says, gangsters in the house. So now I'm getting hype. Yeah. Now I'm getting hype because the minute you call my name, ready, like ready, something coming me. Like, you know, yeah. so I'm saying, okay. So he goes, gangster in the house. Gangster, come say something on the mic, man. So I'm running now to go get the mic. So the, the promoter who's keeping the dance, mm-hmm. He started to say, oh, I mean, I want them girl to pound my mic and I'm going to translate it to you because I know other people is watching. Yeah. But he was saying, me don't want them girl to pound my mic. Them girl have some rubber and some bad girl and some teeth. Me don't want them pound my mic. Me don't want them coming here. So anyways, I'm not listening to him. And it was about maybe 300 people he have or whatever. Yeah. So I'm not listening to what he's saying because I said, who does this guy think he's dissing up? Who? Who does he think he's dissing up? I'm gangster. Nobody can diss me up in front of everybody and it goes like that. So I'm walking towards this stage now. Me and him on the stage got into a fight. Hmm. We got in, into a fight. In the dance. In the dance. Yeah. On the stage. We're fighting. We're a war now, muscle. Yeah. We're a war wow. now. So me I say, you know what I mean? So in my mind, all is in my mind is, yo, I don't want anybody to see and to think that this man's going to beat me up here and then, yeah. you know what I mean, I'm going to become a laughing stock. I'm not going to be gangster anymore. I'm going to be wangsta. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I'm not doing this. So, anyways, now, um, you know, the, 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 this is going on. So, he, um, so, all of a sudden, I seen these guys rushing coming up to the mic, coming, rushing to the stage. So I'm saying to myself, oh God, please God, let these guys be the ones that are just coming to break this up right now because, you know, this man's going to beat me. Yeah. And I don't want nobody to see that this man, probably he can beat me. I don't know what was going to happen up there. So these guys run up on the stage and all I felt was one punch in my face, one punch in my neck. What? My, I felt a kick in my back. I fly off the stage. I drop on my back. I didn't know anything else. Wow. I kept, I kept coming up and I'm saying, God, Every time I'm coming up, I'm saying, God, please, God, don't let me die in the dance hall. Don't let me die drunk. I'm drunk. Don't let me die like this, God. And I was just crying out to God and saying, my kids, like I keep, you know, I felt like, and they were just, while, while they were punching me and kicking me, I was down there bawling out to God. Hmm. They were kicking me everywhere, and I was bound out to God. And then I started hearing gunshots all over the place, like gunshot, like rain. And I'm thinking, I'm dead. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done now. This is it because I've been in the dance hall. And I see many people die in the dance hall. I walk over there, people in the dance hall. So now it's my turn to die. Wow. Say, God, please, one more chance. Mm-hmm. Most likely, say, God, just one more chance. You give me that one more chance, God, and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to win. So that's, that's what was going in my mind. Next time I found myself, I found myself at the hospital. Yeah. I woke up in the hospital. They said I wasn't going to walk again because two of my ligaments are gone. What? 
Yeah. yeah. Two of my ligaments was gone from one of my foot. And um, so my mom mm-hmm. was watching Silly Pulse, Pulse yeah. 24. She saw me on the stretcher coming from under the dance and going in there. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, so I was in the hospital and, and they told me I was going to walk again. Wow. And what was that feeling like knowing that you're laying there? An hour ago, you were in the dance, hype, everything's good. You're talking on the mic, doing your stuff and everything. And then now, fast forward one hour later, I'm here on my back in this hospital room. Mm -hmm. And these doctors are telling me I'm not going to walk again. Yeah. What was that like for you? My whole world. Because mm-hmm. my world was dancehall. Yeah. That's my world. Yeah. My world was the hype. Yeah. That was my world. My world was the clothes mm-hmm. and, 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 and the gangster life. You know, yeah. that was my world. And it clashed mm-hmm. right in my face just like that. Yeah. I figured this is God. I, I knew it was God. But um, at the same time, I was angry. Yeah. So the gangster part of me was saying, these guys after dead, all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. And I was thinking like that. And I know. And realizing that, okay. That those set of guys, because I already know the gangster life and how it's set up, mm-hmm. right? No man is better than no man, right? If you kill me, another guy's gonna come kill you, yeah. and it's just gonna go on and on, right? So I and so I, I I'm in my house and I'm lying and I'm saying, okay, my house is full of peer man, peer gun in my house. My kids them are in the house, and I'm thinking like, okay, is this the life that I'm gonna live now? Because I can't move. Yeah. I'm home from the hospital. My foot swell big. No, I didn't see a lot of my friends, so that shows me that I didn't really have any friends, yeah. right? I didn't really have much friends at all. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and just to just to go back a little bit, I just want to say to you that in the dance hall, my lifestyle in the dance hall, when I used to take the mic yeah. to big up everybody, one thing I used to do is I used to pray. That's yes. another thing that you know yeah. that a little piece of Jesus was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I used to pray in the dance hall, right? And I remember when I, I prayed and tears was just running down my eyes. Mm-hmm. Tears was washing my eyes. And I don't know what was happening to me because I'm saying, God, you can't take me away from this hype. You can't take me. I'm popular. I have my name. Yeah. You know what I mean? How you want to take me away from this, God? So the tears was running down my eyes that night. And I was praying and the whole dance hall was quiet. And I'm looking at military and he's like, he's looking at me like, Oh, she's not here. Like, and, and, and I'm looking over everybody, and the next morning, Bigs Rocks, Percy Boy, the top of top of them, yeah. they call my husband, Dean, and they told Dean, listen, your wife cannot be in the dance. Your wife, she's supposed to go to church. God is calling her. You know, tell her she can't come in. The prayer that she prayed last night, that's not normal, brethren. Yeah. She needs to go. She needs to go, you know, and so that was, um, just wanted to reverse to let you know that God was pulling me even from that time, yeah, you know. So now that I'm in the in my house, and all these guys are in my house, and everybody has to, all right, yeah, we're gonna get the boy them, and there's a boat, you know, we're gonna go on the boat cruise because all of them is on the boat, and I'm in there, and I'm, I came on the stuff, and I said, guys, no more, yeah. And then I said, gang, so what do you mean? What you talking about? I said, I don't want nobody to, no, I don't want nobody to go fight nobody for me or defend this because there's going to be a lot of killing, a lot of blood's going to shed, including my kids, because they have their little people them around them, people over there, people over here, and this gonna, this one's going to call this one, this one's going to call this one. So, yeah, some of them are dead, but some of us are going to die too, and I can't afford that. I don't yeah. want to live that life anymore, right? And I, I, I went back upstairs, and, I, and God gave me a scripture, and he said that if I obey him, yeah. right, he will make my enemy my footstool. And I said, God, I'm going to obey you. Yeah. And I, and from there, my life just started to turn around. And what year what year was this that where the fight happened and then you decided to live a Christian life? 
Um, that was 2010. That was 2010. This was yeah. 10 years ago. 10 years. I didn't even realize that. Okay, yeah. so in the, let's say, how was it the first month or even year saying, okay, I'm leaving dance hall alone and I'm going to start living this Christian godly life. How was it the first year or so for you? So you're, you're really good at this, your yeah. job. You know exactly. You're good at this, muscle, I'm telling you. You're, i got to give you credit. Thank you. Right? Because now, okay. So how was it now? It became hard. Because mm-hmm. now I'm, so I, I, I wanted to go back. I missed the dance hall. I missed my friends. I missed the hype. I missed everything. I could hear my name being called. I could hear, you know, I feel like, and, and, and people are calling me and telling me, gangster, even though you're not in the dance hall, people are bigging you up. The military, them, I big you up, you know, and all of these guys are still bigging you up and stealing them and everybody. And I'm saying, oh, wow, I miss them, you know. Yeah. I, but I want, but I felt the pull now that I was really changing. So I decided, that, all right. I'm gonna go back to school and I'm, I'm, I, and all of these things, right? Okay. So in in the transition in the transition that was taking place with me, um, I remember that I, I I lose my thought. But just what was the question you asked? When we were thinking, what was the transition like the first yeah. year after? The first year, it wasn't easy mm-hmm. because now I gave up my dancehall life. I gave up the gangster life because. Um, with the dance hall life comes a lot of things comes with it you know mm-hmm. what I mean so and that's why I call it the dance hall lifestyle because it comes with hustling yeah. you gotta hustle you mm-hmm. know what I mean if you're competing because we're competing with each other yeah. right so who's wearing the baddest dress who's wearing the baddest shoes you mm-hmm. know what I mean and here we are we, we don't have a career we, we really don't have um, working we're not working so we gotta find ways to hustle up this money to buy the bad shoes and the bad clothes and everything right yeah. so now I'm, I'm no longer hustling you know what I mean so my, my food my fridge is not full but I'm serving God yeah my, my, I, I'm not wearing these nice things anymore, but I'm serving God. So yeah. now the enemy's coming at me and saying to me, like, look at you. You just look like nothing. You don't have nothing. Like, is this God? Yeah. God blesses his people. Yeah. Look at you. So when I start seeing that now, my phone's ringing and my girlfriend's on the phone because those are my crime, my, my, my friends, my crime partners. These yeah. are the people that I commit my crimes with and we do stuff together to us mm-hmm. to make money now. So now one of my friends calling me on the phone and I'm, I'm saying, she goes, Yvonne, what's up with that? And I'm going like, what are you talking about? Um, God is not going to sin you if you go out there and also to make, make sure that your children and you're living. Yeah. God is not going to sin you for that. So put on your clothes and let's go. Like, go where? Okay, let's go on the, we're going on the road. So I'm thinking, yeah, she's right, y'all. She's right. God is not going to send me, and I'm, I'm just going to go. Yeah. So I got put on my road clothes, special clothes that you have to wear to go out there. Okay. I got to be transparent. Yeah. Because transparency heals. It is 1,000%. And I'm going to touch on something, too, with you after mm-hmm. about transparency and what God is doing right now. Mm-hmm. But anyways... I left and I went with them. And I'm out there with them and I'm hustling. And I'm yeah. saying, God, this is the one and the only time I'm going to hustle. I'm not going to hustle anymore, but I need to hustle big today so that I never go back out here again. Okay, God? So I promise you, God, that I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Just this one day. So I'm out there with my friends and we are hustling. Yeah. I was determined, muscle, mm-hmm. to go home with everything that I needed because I'm never going to go out there again. Got you. In the middle of it, mm-hmm. in the middle of the hustling, yeah. I heard my two friends, oh my God, watch the Christian. Look at the Christian. And I'm thinking like, what? Yeah. Jesus. They hit me hard. 
because they're mocking me as a Christian out there with them. Yeah. They told me to come, and they turn around and they start mocking me. Okay, so then since we're being transparent, when you say hustling, exactly what was hustling at that time there? We were we used to steal. Yeah. But we used to steal big. We were like we were called boosters. The police used to call us boosters. Okay. Because we used to go into stores. We used to do fraud. We used to do all these things to mm-hmm. get our money. Yeah. Right. So this day we were hustling clothes. Like we were going around getting sheets and clothes and all these different things, mm-hmm. expensive things. Because we have lawyers as clients. Like you know we sell to. Okay. Yeah, we have different people that we sell stuff to that mm-hmm. buys our clothes, right? Because yeah. especially when they bring brand name clothes to them, they pay their money. Suits. Yeah. We go into other places and we get suits and stuff. Yeah. So we were. So this day I made a long list. Mm-hmm. So I said I'm gonna get all of these things, all of these things, and yeah. all of these things. So I was yeah. hustling all day, and in the middle of the hustling, they said to they, I, I saw them laughing at me because they saw me moving hard, and they said. Look at the Christian. Wow. And I said, forget this. And I dropped everything. I'm saying, out. That was the last time I ever hustled anything. Any fraud, any anything. That was the last day I hustled anything. And I said, this is it, God. If you're going to help me, God, then you're going to have to provide for me because I'm not going back out there because you don't like that. Yeah. Well, and just like that, and remember, these are the same friends that you're you're doing bad stuff with before, and yeah. everything was good. But mm-hmm. now that you decided to change your life, yeah, now you're almost like the outcast. It's like they're laughing. You're like, ha ha, you're a Christian, eh? And look what you're and look doing. doing. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> you're Come doing on. the same thing that we're doing a couple Come months on. ago. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's 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 amazing how things could happen. <laughs> and with your journey now, okay, this is the first year, first couple of months. So then, when did you actually start to get into church and then become like an evangelist? Because your shirt here says street evangelist. Yeah, that's When did what that I happen? Um, so now God is taking me out of, I was going to Centennial College. Mm-hmm. I finished my, I did my grade 12 at Centennial College because now my life is getting in order. Yeah. Now I feel like a woman. I, I feel like, you know, there's something in me changed now. I want to be decent. I don't want to be rowdy. Yeah. I don't want to be vulgar. I don't want to, you know what I mean? So yeah. I felt that, you know. And so now I went to Centennial College. I got my grade 12. I felt good. And she said, you know, they spoke to me and they asked me, like, guidance teachers, they sp- got guidance workers spoke to me and they said, what do you want to do from here? So I said, well, I would like to go to um, to do counseling and social work and stuff okay. like that. So they said, great, great, great. So we're going to put you up for that. And um, so I said, okay. So I um, was waiting for that. I went to my bed. Now I'm getting deep in the Lord. I'm loving him. So I went to my bed. I prayed and I saw this lady in my dream. She died a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. God bless her soul. Carmen Del Zato. God bless her. Italian woman. Awesome woman. And I went to my bed and I dreamt her. And in the dream, I haven't seen her for many years because I was in the church, I told you, and I came out. Yeah. When I came out of the church, I became gangster. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I never went back to see them because I didn't want them to tell me anything. So anyways, I dreamt her. And in the dream, I was looking for her because I said, God, what do you want me to do from here now? Now that I have, that was the prayer that I, I prayed the night before I went to my bed. So now I went to my bed and I said, um, God, what do you want me to do? Dreamt about Carmen. Carmen is leading me. And she's saying, come, come, come over here. Mm-hmm. And no, 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 wrong. I dreamt her grandson. Okay. And her grandson was saying to me, come, follow me, come and come. So when I when I followed her, and I said, this is Carmen's house. And then she goes, my grandmother is over there. 
and I see like all these books and all this stuff, and I'm saying, your grandmother is over there. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, go over there. My grandmother over there, and I woke up. I didn't know what that dream was, so I called this older woman from church, and I said, uh, Ma, please. This is another woman in my life. It's good to have this older woman in your life. For sure. They never 100%. give up on you, no Not. matter what. Nope. And Cleve Braithwaite was one of them. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, that dream that you have, if you ask God where God wants you to be, mm-hmm. that dream is telling you that God wants you to go to Bible college. And I go, how so? How so, Ma? And Ma said, because Carmen is a professor at the Bible college. No, no, she didn't tell me that Carmen was a professor. She said, I want you to go to Canada Christian College. Yeah. And ask, and when you go over there, tell them your dream. I went there and I told the secretary my dream. And I said, I dreamt a lady, by I dreamt Carmen, and the, her grandson was telling me that she's over there. And the secretary said, my God, if there's anything realer than this is your dream, yeah. because God is telling you that you should go to Bible college. Yes, Carmen Delzada is one of the professors here at Canada Christian College, and her office is just around there. <laughs> so I knew, so I got into the college. Just like that, wow. And it's it's amazing how even through your journey from gangster, you always had something in your mind and in your soul that was always telling you, okay, move, don't do this, do yes. this, listen to this, you'll dream this. So you're always in tune yeah. with what was going always. on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy the journeys that we all go through and the inspiration because again, I've been, it's been about six, seven months, I've been trying to get you in the studio because I know your story is amazing. Because again, when I was kids going to dance and stuff, when you're in a dance and you see you and the crew come in, you know you're in the right place. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And for you to make such a hard switch from being the pinnacle to now it's like, "Mm mm-mm. I'm going to move away from that. Yeah. That's an amazing It's switch. amazing. Yeah. Because who can walk away from that? Yeah. And so I pray now. And like, this is what I wanted to say coming down right now. What time is it? Is it time for me to? We have five um, minutes. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, and I love this. I love yeah. this interview because I like to give testimonies. Yeah. Because the Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. I've been there. Yeah. And because I've been there and God can turn my life around, God can turn anybody's life around. Yeah. And people always say that if God, if God can change her, yeah. That's me. <laughs> then God can change me, and yeah. I find out that I'm. A, I find out that there's a lot of young people that is watching me mm-hmm. because they heard of me, and they're in the dance hall now. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with me and and, and what right now? Yeah, is that God is doing a shifting in my life okay. because I pray to God and I said, God, well, first of all, when Picture Man Lloyd kept his big dances, I said, Picture Man Lloyd, I want to come there and pray. Before the dance, I remember the last Pitcherman line dance that I was at was Jeff was on stage with me, Nitro. Yeah. Military was on stage with me, Alan Ladd, and some more. I, I don't remember if Steeny was there, but I remember that these guys were all on stage with me when I went to pray. Yeah. And, and, and they, these, I love them because they came up and yes, they bowed their heads and I prayed over them and I prayed for the dance hall. And it seems really crazy. Like, why would a pastor come into a dance hall and pray in the dance hall? Yeah. But the Bible tells you that Jesus didn't come to save the righteous. He yeah. came to save sinners. Yeah. He was a friend of sinners. Mm-hmm. And I want to be a friend of my friends who I want to see change their lives. Because if I experience God the way I have, I want them to to experience God. So I'm saying I'm going back to the dance hall. I'm mm-hmm. going back to the clubs. I'm not going back as gangster, yeah. but I'm going back as evangelist Yvonne Reed. And so 
I prayed and I and I said, God, I, I wrote it on my Facebook. I said, dear God, please give me the dance hall. Please give me the club. Mm-hmm. Please give me the prostitutes. Please give me the strip clubs. Please give me the homosexual and give me the killers and the murderers. Please give me all of them. Yeah. I prayed. I guess, give me the thieves. Give me the crutchers. Give me the fraudists. Give me them, God. Because if God gives me them, it's not me who's going to work on them, but God is going to work on them through me. And because I have access to that dance hall, I have access because I'm coming from the dance hall, so I can always go back in there. Yeah. God will allow, I said, God, use me. Use me for that. And that was my prayer. And this is a, this is a very important part of this interview for me because I feel the passion of what God is doing for me right now. Yeah. And I'm in the bathroom, muscle, and I hear God says, I hear the Spirit of God says, are you ready? And I'm saying, ready? Yeah. Ready for what? I hear God, I hear the Spirit again. And next time, are you ready? Sometimes you pray so much that you don't even know what God is asking you. Are you ready for? Is he for asking sure. me if I'm ready for my husband because I've been praying for one? Yeah. Is he asking me if I'm ready to buy a house? You know, I don't know what is it that he's asking me. So I, I was there. I'm just chilling and I'm working because I work with kids. Okay. And I love my job. So I put everything in my job. I put everything in the comp- I work with the company Option One, and I put everything in that company. I love my boss. I love my I I love my supervisor. I love them. Mm-hmm. So I work hard, and I love the kids. Them. So I work hard. But I said, God, I said, Are you ready? So I'm saying, What am I ready? Because I'm when I work with these kids. The other day, I baptized one okay. in the bathtub. Yeah. And you know, working in a group home, it's not an easy thing with these children. Mm-hmm. And the other ones are coming up to me and they go, Yvonne, I want to get baptized too. So when I go in there, I go in there with God. I treat the worker, the staff, the team lead. I treat them with respect so they, so they see God in me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So what is what am I ready for? Boom. COVID comes in. We're locked in. Yeah. Church is locked down. Everything locked down. Dance are locked down. Everything locked down. So people are worried about the virus, but I'm saying, no, God is sending a message. Because I always try to want to know, what is God doing in this? Anything you do, you got to ask God, what is it that you want me to learn from this? For sure. Or God, what is in this? So, m- muscle, I'm telling you, I, I, um, I said, God, what is it that you're doing? And I get a phone call. Mm-hmm. British. I don't know if you know British. She was a part of our crew, the gangster crew. That was the, the after the gangster, after we came, after, um, I kind of stringed off on my own. Yeah. And I had a, a group of girls that was around me now and they had their own crew, but we kind of joined together. Got and you. British called me and British said to me, Yvonne, um, we need you. We're, we're keeping church now because we have something called Sleep Not Keep on Instagram in the nighttime. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we all came. I came up with a suggestion to Delroy Famous that we want to do church. Yeah. And I said, church? Okay. Mm-hmm. And he said, we want you to come on and share your testimony. Can you? And I went on there and I shared my testimony. And I said, wow, I shared. And I seen the all of the loves pressing the button, pressing and stuff like that. So I'm saying, these people, like, they can relate to what I'm saying. Yeah. Something's going on here. So then the next week they said, can you come back on? And I called them and I said, no, I don't want to. Because I'm saying, I don't know if I should be on this. I don't know what people are going to say, like, I'm on Instagram. and I don't know if I want to go on this. And, and then God reminds me, do you remember your dream? Do you remember your prayer? You yeah. prayed for the dance hall. Everybody on the dance hall is on this prayer, on this um, Instagram church. Yeah. So now... I realized that God wants me to go and be the forerunner, the fo- the person that carries the church. Got so I'm on the church in the mornings. It's called, it's, it's the underscore church IG. It's on Instagram. 
And, and then all of a sudden, I just started doing other stuff. We started planning for Bible study. We have prayer meetings in the morning early. We have fasting. Like everybody was on a 21-day fast, a seven-day fast the other day. Okay. This is the dance hall. Yeah. And these are the girls that are calling me, and they go, gangster, you know you know my mom. So I realized that it's not the, 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 the my age dance hall, but yeah. it's the dance hall children yes. that, I'm, that I'm ministering to. Yeah. And I'm saying, God, mm-hmm. you're great. Yeah. I'm ministering to every, everybody's asking, my mom is this one, my mom is that one. And I'm saying, what? Yeah. These are the people that I party with. And these are the, and these are their children now, muscle, mm-hmm. that I am introducing God to. Yeah. I just did a baptism with four of them. Okay. Four people got baptized the other day. I'm excited. I'm doing weddings. All of a sudden, never did all of these things. Yeah. Order the blue. <laughs> you see when. What's oh, so God? You see when God, God calls you? When God is calling you, you got to answer. calls you. It's, it's amazing. Again, as I said, it's amazing. To see your journey, because again, I used to work. I used to work in um, Malvern Town Center. Yeah, I know. I knew. Listen, <laughs> you see, when you come through, yeah, buddy, you better shut all doors. <laughs> it, it's you. a different story, but to see, and I could feel it radiating from you. Yeah, you just you look different. Yeah, your vibe is different. And it's so crazy. It's like wow, we could sit here and talk for a long time. And I love that you're touching yeah, yeah. that I look different. Yeah, because my blonde hair doesn't make me. I. I Older people, mm-hmm. they have a problem with you know, and I and I went in the church thinking that okay, I got to strip everything. Yeah, I got to change my weight, my clothes, everything. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I was focusing so much on my outside that I wasn't focusing on my inside. inside. So yeah. I I took off my blonde and and I put on my black hair and I and I was putting on this persona to act like I was this woman of God because oh the clothes that I wear and the the, the hair that I'm wearing and you know what I mean? And I put on this persona that I forgot about working on the inside. God and this you. was being in church now working on the inside so I realized that my hair mm-hmm. my lipstick mm-hmm. my clothes you know what I mean as long as I'm not nude and I'm not showing up myself to cause any mental loss off of me yeah. there's nothing wrong for me to adorn myself I get people coming online telling me what kind of Christian are you wearing blonde hair what kind of Christian it's not about my hair listen to Most my words about my heart listen to what's coming out of my mouth from my heart come on listen it's it's crazy listen before i get you out of here you're going to be the first person i'm actually asking this for could you leave us with a prayer before we go yes i'm ready right now i for can you. i want to right. hold your hands all right too. because i feel like god is calling you too yeah we're here do you feel yeah. the pull I, we're here that's why we're having a conversation amen you understand amen let's go amen father i thank you i thank you for this day I know that this day God is ordained by you. I know, God, that nothing happens by chance. You are in here. You're in the midst of us. Your word tells me, Daddy, that where two or three of us are gathered in your name, that you are here. And I feel your presence here. And my God, this is your son, mighty God. Father, I hear you saying, young man, I call upon you because you are strong. I call upon you because you are a great influence. I call upon you, Muscle, because you are a leader. I am calling upon you because when you go forth, many will follow. I see you as a Moses, a Moses apart the Red Sea that brings your brother and your sister cross over to me. I am calling you, says the Lord. Father God, I ask you to bless this place. 
Father God, I ask you, mighty God, that Father God, that you will cause him to prosper in this place, mighty God. I ask you to bless this ground. I ask you to saturate it with the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I come up against every power of darkness, every bad mind, every jealousy. I bind every spirit that is coming at him to, 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 to distract him. I come against every forces that is fighting, fighting his game, fighting his thing. I come against them now with the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and with the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I declare and declare that this place is blessed. I decree and declare that customers, clients will come from the east, the west, the north, and the south. And God, even as I pray, let this be a ripple effect that goes into his home, over his family, over his marriage, over his children. Mighty God, bless him. The very fact that he brought your daughter in here to share a testimony that's going to go out to the world and many is going to be changed because of this testimony. The very fact that you use him to do this, God, I pray your blessing upon him. I decree and declare muscle that you will be the head and not the tail. I decree and declare that you will be above and not beneath. I decree and declare that you will be a lender. And not a borrower in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, let the blessings of the Lord make him rich and have no sorrows to it, God. Rich not only in money, but rich in health, rich in relationship, rich in business. Glory to God. Rich in his health. Hallelujah, mighty God. I thank you for your blessing. Even now, as heaven is open up over us and the angels of God are ascending, God is saying to you, muscle, I am pleased that you brought my daughter into your studio. And God says, because you have done that, I will bless you and I will bless you abundantly. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless amazing, God. Amazing. Amazing. I couldn't ask for anything <laughs> greater. As I said, this is the first interview I've done in studio, in yes, person, yes. in three months. Amen. Amen. You're the first one here. Amen. Amazing. God is good. Leave your contact info so they could find out, see what you're doing online or stuff. Amen. Like. You're doing an awesome job, yeah. I must tell you that. Thank you. Um, so, guys, I really want you all to visit me on the underscore church IG that is on Instagram. We're on there every day of the week. We're on there on Monday. We um, Every morning, Monday to Friday, we have, we have a rising mm -hmm. prayer and devotion. And that's between um, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. To 7 a.m. Sorry, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Prayer is very essential. You need to pray in this time. So come on every morning with us. Also, on Tuesdays, we have Declaring the Word, where we do interviews. We talk about different topics, pornography, witchcraft. We talk about health. We talk about a lot of different things that the church needs to help us to grow in the church. Okay, so we have Declaring the Word. We also have, on Wednesdays, we have discipleship. Everyone who wants to get baptized, everyone that's been baptized, we have discipleship. Um, um, class there. We have a great pastor, Pastor Jermaine. He's doing awesome. And Pastor Carlton Cohen, they're both there and teaching you on discipleship. On Thursdays, I am back, Mama Evangelist, because that's what they call me on there. Mm -hmm. So Mama Evangelist is on there on Thursdays. And what we're doing on Thursdays is we're doing Bible study. On Fridays, we have testimony. We have young girls and people come on and share their testimony where God is taking them from to where they are now or where they're going. So we want you to come on. On Saturdays, we have 
have fit for you. All right? So we're going to talk about your health. We're we'll talking about okay. eating properly and all of that. And on Sunday, we have church. So, guys, Got blessings. You. Thank you. Got you. It's been amazing. Listen, yes. from a gangster in the streets to a gangster for Christ. Amen. Yvonne, it's been amazing. Amen. Can I big up? Yeah. I want to big up Delroy Famous. I want to big up Snoopy. I want to big up um, Snoopy the DJ on the church. Delroy Famous, the host on the church. I want to big up British, the CEO. I want to big up Lisa, Minister Lisa. I want to big, big up um, Pastor Jermaine James and Pastor Carlton Cohen. And I want to big up the whole church, all of you. I want to call all your names, but I don't want to call one name and forget the rest. So I'm just going to big up the whole church, guys. I love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. And I want to big up Sister Faith in Jamaica. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. Amen. That was powerful. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.